Welcome to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, sponsored by the Norwin Wellness Center located in North Huntingdon. Dr. Susan Plank is an expert in natural remedies for weight loss and digestive health issues. To talk to Dr. Plank with your health questions, call 412-825-6262. That's 412-825-6262. And now, Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan. Hi, I'm Dr. Susan Plank, the director of the Norwin Wellness Center, located in North Huntington. Our office number is 724-863-5420, and thank you for listening. Joining me today on Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan. In the coming weeks and months, I want to share with you nutritional information, cutting-edge research, the best testing, and steps to minimize symptoms and succeed with your wellness and weight loss goals for this year. I want you to understand the nutritional indicators needed to get rid of fatigue and bloat and finally succeed at lasting weight loss, if that's what your goal is. Information is power, and many of you have found yourself frustrated by chronic symptoms or extra weight with no direction and little hope of things changing. I'd like you to realize that your body's pathways, your metabolism and hormone levels might be out of balance and you're not going to experience the same symptoms as someone else that might have the exact same hormonal or nutritional imbalance. That's a big part of what we need to reveal. This is why medicine is failing us. It's cookie cutter. Order the test, expect the same results, treat the same way. There's no individuality in medicine. If a thyroid issue is expected, you are going to be treated the same way whether you have low iodine or whether you have autoimmune Hashimoto's. This has to change. Individualized nutritional care is here, and testing opens up the ability for us to reveal the cause of symptoms and approach the issue naturally and holistically. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to give me a call during this broadcast, 412-825-6262. Today, we're going to start off talking about key indicators. Everything of importance, everything that needs to be evaluated has key indicators. Key indicators are benchmarks that must be met or reached to ensure safety, quality, and stability. Think of it this way. Your car is running a little rough, right? Symptoms that your car is experiencing. So your car is having some symptoms. And you're going to call and you take your car into the shop, right? So it might be your car might be hesitating on chilly mornings. It might not want to kick over right away. Maybe you need an oil change. Is the check engine light on? Does your car make a squealing noise when you put pressure on the brake? Those are all symptoms. The key indicators are what's used by the mechanic where you're taking your car into that shop. 
So the key indicators that need to be evaluated would be, is the oil pressure normal? How old are the spark plugs? What's the thickness of the brake pads and the tire tread? So all these are indicators, and if things start to wear out or go wrong, they're going to cause symptoms that the car you're, you're putting up with, right? So those areas of a car, they're necessary to be running optimally. Those are the key indicators for the maintenance of your car. All parts of your car need to be working properly and in sync to ensure you and your family can get safely from point A to point B. So what I've tried to do in looking at what are our, what do I want the goal sort of to be that we're going to try to accomplish uh, with my clients, but also here on the, on the radio when I try to educate and sort of bring folks along. You know, I, I go back to my 27 years of experience in nutrition, and I've identified the key indicators I think you need to know to maintain your health. And I want to spend time here, um, not just today, but, but over the course of, of weeks, and maybe it'll take a couple of months, um, but, but sort of sharing that information with you. So what's important to keep your body's, your body's engine running smoothly. There's going to be slight differences depending on your health and wellness goals, but I've identified the wellness and weight loss, the key health markers needed to ensure we can get you feeling good. We can minimize the symptoms. We can start to have an enjoyable, actually, quality of life, quality of health, and when we look at these markers, when we get them in balance, you can rest assured that you're protected from symptoms and the effects of chronic illness and the progression of symptoms that happens with chronic illness. You'll also be protected from the potential side effects because otherwise, if you're going to go and get put on a medication, that medication oftentimes can be wrought with side effects. So not only do you have your own set of symptoms that you don't feel good with, but now, you know, the cure supposedly offers its own set of symptoms that might actually aggravate your own. So today we're going to start the discussion of the key wellness and weight loss indicators for this year. The areas of health that I've found are the most important for everyone to know about themselves, if they want to restore wellness or if they want to lose weight. Rarely, rarely in nutrition or medicine are there issues found in 100% of people across the board. And when I started to give some thought, and it's probably been months, maybe six weeks, and what, what, what do I think you guys need to know it's, it's this. Can you imagine the outcry, the press coverage, if 100% of people, all of us, had the same condition? Can you, can you imagine? Right? 
oh my gosh, what are we going to do? It's an epidemic. There has to be a medication. There has to be some treatment. There has to be something, right? And yet we do. At least from my analysis, from all my years of experience, from what I've been seeing from lab results for years now, there is blood work and labs, 100% of the people I've evaluated and checked, and they have this condition, and until I check for it, they don't know it. Nobody's ever talked to them about it. They have no clue. They don't, they might suspect it, but that's as far as it's gone. Here's the thing. From what I've found, we all have the same condition. It's the same mechanism in play, but it causes different symptoms in each one of us. Same mechanism, different symptoms. And since it causes different symptoms, nobody's following those symptoms. Nobody's looking at the cause of the symptoms. And therefore, it's not being recognized the cause is uniform, but the symptoms are different for each of us. It affects all of us, but it's not recognized. So the number one key health indicator is what food you shouldn't eat. What do you need to stay away from? As many folks as I've tested for it, every single person has foods they should not eat. They're different foods for everybody, and yet the symptoms can be so eerily similar because the body only has so many mechanisms to try to cry out for help. So the follow-up question is, What food is causing your symptoms? So what food shouldn't you eat, but what food is causing your symptoms? Generally, in the realm of nutrition, wellness, and weight loss, I want folks to eat high fiber, low fat, consume complex carbohydrates, and drink plenty of water. But guess what? Those aren't my full Guidelines. Those come from the AMA. Those come from the powers that be, right? Those are just general guidelines. And I think they're probably most healthcare and nutritional providers' key indicators for health, key general guidelines. But what if following that general advice doesn't work? What if you tried that? What if you've done that repeatedly for years and you haven't gotten the results you've wanted? Maybe you still had acid reflux, right? Oh, I tried to I tried to eat differently, but you know, I still have acid reflux. My joints, oh Bertha. I was oh my knees are my knees are just killing me. I'm not sure what it is. It must be the cold mornings. I'm so tired, I'm just so fatigued, or I have this weed I can't lose. Right? All symptoms. We can all feel the same way. We can all experience those symptoms. 
But nobody's looking back at the common denominator, which is our diet. What's the cause? We want to make things more complex. We need to look at the cause of those symptoms. So what if that general advice doesn't work? What if you've tried it? The general dietary advice is really, it's common sense, folks. Eat higher fiber veggies, right? Low-fat protein, consume complex carbohydrates, and drink plenty of water. If someone gave me that advice and I still, I'd been trying it and I still didn't feel good, my next question would be, what specifically should I eat? Right? I try to watch what I eat. I've cleaned up my diet and yet I still have symptoms. I understand what's going on. I take supplements, try to get good exercise, try to get restful sleep, try to really take care of myself. And yet I still have these little nagging symptoms. So the advice of just try to eat better, try to clean up the diet. Tell me what specifically should I eat then, right? What do I need to eat to get a bigger boost than what I've already been doing? Just tell me what to eat. I'll eat it to feel better, to look better, to lose weight, to lower my cholesterol, or improve my diabetes. And this, my friend, is exactly the general information that's been throwing, thrown around in the nutrition and medical fields. But it just leaves people with more questions. What can I eat to feel better? What should I eat to lose weight? But I want to flip this thought. I want to flip those questions. I want to... I want to I want to turn this thought process around and I want to flip it on its head. Instead of saying, what can I eat to feel better? But what shouldn't I be eating? What am I eating now that's actually causing my symptoms? What am I eating that's causing me to need Prilosec? Tums, Pepto-Bismol. What am I eating now that's causing my fatigue, aggravating my Hashimoto's? What am I eating that's causing my knees to hurt all the time? So what ends up happening is we end up looking for answers and we start trying You know, things on our own, we're pulling in supplements and we're trying this, that, and the other, and sometimes we get some relief from it. And sometimes we get short-term relief, but then we're afraid to stop taking the supplement. And so then, if you look at your medicine cabinet or your kitchen table or your countertop, you've collected more and more supplements over time because you think it helped, but you don't want to give it up because it might be It might be the key. It might be the silver bullet. So this year, I want us to become critical thinkers and turn medicine and really turn nutrition on its head. To do that, we have to start asking different questions. 
so we can get the pertinent information, the necessary information that we need. I hope you're following me. I hope you're following where I'm going with this. I don't want you to ask your doc or your nutritional provider, quote unquote, what should I be eating? Because if you ask them that, you're probably, I can almost guarantee it, you're going to get the general canned advice that I said earlier in the program. It's what they give to everybody. It's all they know to say. Low-fat protein, high-fiber veggies, plenty of water, complex carbohydrates. And the scary part, there's healthcare people out there medicine and nutritional that don't even know to do that. And that's the basics. They might be hard-pressed to come up with those four to give you as a foundational health program. So the question you really need to know is, what food shouldn't I be eating? Once you know what food you shouldn't be eating, you are now empowered to start to take control of your diet, right? Instead of sitting there thinking, oh, I'm going to try this, I'm going to try that, that's healthy, this is healthy, that's healthy, and you still end up with symptoms. Let's find out what you shouldn't be eating. Let's find out what's causing the symptoms. Once you know what's causing the symptoms, you become empowered, and it's so much easier to take that out of your diet. It gives you options if you're one that you have to travel. You're a salesperson, and you have to travel around, and unfortunately, you're eating a lot of meals on the road. And you think there's no hope. I don't know what to eat anymore. I just feel lousy sort of all the time, no matter what I eat. Are folks trying to lose weight? Oh, I tried, you know. I've been carrying this weight around for years now. Our diet, the food, is the key component, the key indicator that we have to know what is causing the symptoms, what food that you're eating is causing you symptoms. We have to know that to help you reach your wellness and weight loss goals for this new year. Let's take a little break right here. We're going to go to a commercial. I'll be back in just a minute. Don't go anywhere. Are you tired, bloated, and struggling to lose weight? For over 25 years, Dr. Susan Plank of the Norwin Wellness Center has been helping patients restore energy, resolve digestive problems, and remove stubborn pounds. Blood work, when interpreted nutritionally, reveals nutrient malabsorption, digestive enzyme deficiency, and hormone imbalance. Fatigue, bloat, and weight gain are symptoms. Dr. Plank uses blood work to evaluate the biochemical and nutritional root cause of these chronic symptoms. Dr. Plank is an expert in blood work interpretation and using 
lifestyle changes and natural remedies to treat the overlooked cause of your health problems. If you think you've tried everything but are struggling with low energy, bloat, and weight gain, stop your frustration now by calling Dr. Susan Plank. Get your health and body back. Dr. Plank accepts telenutrition clients, or you can make an appointment with Dr. Susan Plank at the Norwin Wellness Center in North Huntingdon. Call 724-863-5420. 724-863-5420. That's 724-863-5420 and get your health and body back. Welcome back. You are listening to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan. Let's get you feeling better. Let's develop a path forward to bring you health, wellness, improved quality of life in this new year. Over the next couple of weeks and months, we're going to be laying out the groundwork for the steps you can take. And folks, it's so cool. You can even do it from the comfort of your own home to get personalized nutritional care that you deserve. It's been missing. It almost sounds like too common sense, right? Too common sense. Why would I turn around and look at what I'm doing three times a day as the cause of my symptoms? And yet there it is. There it is. It is common sense and we have to grasp it and we have to see what's going on. So if you have any questions, if you have any comments, please feel free to give me a call, 412-825-6262. So again, we want to look at questions a little differently. We want to we be empowered by the choices we're making, but we need the information to make the right choices. And some folks, some folks even know that food's an issue. Some folks have actually made the correlation that food's an issue. But after months or years of trial and error, failing to figure out what it is, you know, it's just easier to take the acid beds. It's just easier. Folks don't want to do it. They don't want to take meds. They don't want to take antacids. Of course they know their side effects. But they've had no medical or nutritional provider that's been able to help them pinpoint the cause, pinpoint the problem. And the problem, the food is causing the symptoms. And that's until now. We now have the ability to look at foods, and trust me, you guys might be sitting there interpreting it, and that's why I want to make sure it's really crystal crystal clear. I'm not talking just junk food, folks. I'm not talking junk food. I'm talking everyday food, choices you're making with every meal. Clients in my office are no longer left wondering, what what can I eat? We test for it. And identify the foods they shouldn't be eating. I can sit with a client and tell them, if you continue to eat this, you're going to continue to have extra weight to lose. You're going to continue to have acid reflux. You're going to continue to have nasal congestion, 
joint pain. You're going to continue to have constipation, anxiety, migraines. Let's turn nutrition on its head. You want to know the cause of your symptoms, then let's identify the food that is causing your symptoms. Like I said, of all the folks I've tested, every single one has at least one food that's problematic. And it's a common food. You want to know what's causing your symptoms? You want to be empowered, better able to take control? You finally want to lose that weight and keep it off? You want to have a better quality of life, more energy, without being dependent on medications? It all starts with food. And we need to know what food are you eating that you shouldn't be eating? This scenario, you know, it, it, might, it might be a little too quick, but let, let me just throw something out there for you, right? It, it's, a, it's a beginning. It's, a, you know, we're, we're like a week into the year, but just, just sort of hang in there with me because this might actually, this might actually trigger some folks. Think, folks might be listening thinking, oh, yeah, I've been there. I'm there now. Last week, you probably said, this is the year. I'm going to lose this 15 pounds. I'm going to carry around, or I'm carrying around. This is the year I'm going to go to the gym. Your motivation is high. Your determination blew the roof. You're a sight. And here we are a week later, and you're trying to hang in there. You hate to admit it, but you're already starting to get frustrated. You're doing your protein smoothie. You're putting in the spinach, making it with almond milk. That's your breakfast, right? Nice protein. Eating salad for lunch. Maybe have a little yogurt and some fruit for a snack. Having a nice piece of baked chicken, veggies for dinner. And yet only been a week, but you're just, you thought things would be a little different, right? Why am I not feeling better? I'm eating healthier than I have in years. I'm really watching. What the heck's going on? I feel more tired than ever. My stomach is just burning. Or maybe you feel bloated. And those little thoughts are creeping into your noggin. Seriously, I felt better when I just ate what I wanted. I'm putting in all this work, effort, going to the gym, making special food, all this stuff. And and I hate to admit it, but I might actually be feeling worse. And the other part is maybe, maybe last week by Friday, you know, it's Friday after New Year's. Maybe you'd lost a couple pounds, three pounds or so. Maybe you'd lost it pretty fast. You were psyched. Man, this is my year, right? That's what you thought. This is my year. I got it going on. 
but now it's Monday morning, Monday afternoon. You got on the scale today and you find out you gained a pound? What? Your motivation just took a hit. You're standing on that scale, looking down, thinking, are you kidding me? This is crazy. I'm drinking a protein smoothie. I'm eating more salad than a goat. I passed on wings and pizza over the weekend, and I gained a pound? This is a perfect example of why someone shouldn't be wondering what I should be eating, but what I shouldn't be eating. You see, this person is sensitive to spinach and almond and dairy and chicken. But on the surface, each meal they're eating sounds wonderful, doesn't it? I mean, it really sounds like, hey, come cook that for me. I'll eat that. Right? Every single one of us is like, wow, that's, that's great. Those are really some healthy choices and really good meals, and it takes time to buy the stuff, and it takes time to prepare the stuff, and money to buy the stuff. And it sounds like great, really nutritious food. protein smoothie with almond milk and some spinach for breakfast, a snack of fruit and yogurt, lunch, a nice salad, some cheese on there, chicken, low-fat ranch dressing, nice glass of water, dinner, a nice big chicken breast, some rice, mixed green salad, maybe there's even some spinach in the salad, right? Another glass of water. Man, you're proud. And on the surface, those food choices tick off every box of that general cookie-cutter, nutritional, medical, health model food advice. Right? It ticks off every box. They're drinking the water. They had the rice, the complex carbohydrates. They're getting in the fiber. They're doing the chicken, the low-fat protein. Even what's done the salad dressing, right? Fat-free ranch dressing. The person is following the professional advice they got. Possibly even the food that they were getting delivered to the house as part of a weight loss program. Those are the folks I really feel badly for. They're paying for special food. They're paying for these these specific foods. But if the person had asked the doc or the nutritional provider or the person doing the weigh-in that's given them the advice, what food shouldn't I eat? What food doesn't work for my body? What food is going to cause me symptoms? What food has caused me to gain this weight in the first place? 
if they had asked that question, they would have then forced that healthcare person, that person giving them the advice, to give them an answer, a very specific answer. And to do that, they would have hopefully had to have been tested. And if they'd been tested, they would have found out that the spinach, the almond, the cheese on the salad, the almond from almond milk, the cheese on the salad, the yogurt, which is dairy. Yogurt is wonderful, folks. Wonderful. Yogurt is dairy. A low-fat, high-protein chicken. All of those foods, very common foods, were sabotaging their hard work. It was giving the person ongoing symptoms, and it was inhibiting their efforts for wellness and weight loss. Do you see, does this making sense? If not, please give me a call. Please give me a call because I want to make sure everybody understands this. Like I said, it's, it's almost so common sense that nobody ever thinks about it. We worry about our diet, but we worry about cleaning up our diet, whatever that might be. We worry about eating more fruits and vegetables. Wonder if there's something in there you shouldn't be eating. They were eating within the general nutritional guidelines of more fruit and vegetables, more water, lean protein, more fiber. But they weren't getting results. And they weren't getting rid of their symptoms. And they maybe they lost like this and they lost a little bit of weight and then they quickly whoop, just plateaued. Like what the heck's going on? I just paid for a gym membership. I'm a weekend to a gym membership. Can I gain a pound over a weekend? So this is what's happening, and this is this is this is what's leading to the frustration that folks are experiencing. You guys know firsthand. You're putting in the time. You're putting in the effort. It takes time to eat well. It takes time to shop. It takes money to buy the healthier foods. It takes money to buy the better supplements. So putting in time, effort, money, and then to get frustrated, to still have the symptoms, to maybe develop more symptoms. This is why these these sort of preset, you know, preset programs just drive me crazy. Because they just assume everybody can eat the same thing. And they just can't. You know, some folks even go to the point, well, you know, I gained that pound, so now I'm going to start eating less. I thought this was really healthy stuff I was eating. I was really putting time in the kitchen. I made, you know, I made my meals for the whole week. Maybe I'm still eating too much. I need to eat less. 
Maybe I need to work out more. And then they're staying away socially. It's, ah, I feel weird going out. You know, everybody wants to have fun, and there I am chewing on some celery sticks or something. So they're, they're doing all this. They're putting the effort in. You're putting the effort in. But you feel still getting frustrated. The frustration is just following you around. And sometimes it's happened for so long that that excitement, the motivation, the anticipation that you had a week ago, that, hey, this is, this is going to be different. My mind is made up. I'm sticking to it. Right? I joined a program and paid $300 or about, you know, $500 of special food, whatever it is. It's going to be different. And we're a week in. And all that excitement and motivation and anticipation, it's starting to crack. And here comes the frustration. It just needs that little crack and that frustration wiggles back in there. And if it wiggles in, all of a sudden, it comes rushing in. And then, I'm done. Right? The hope that this time, I'm going to feel better. This time, I'm going to lose weight. It may already be starting to fade this soon for some folks. And that's why we need to look at the common denominator, the very common sense, common denominator that everybody does every day is food. Wellness and weight loss must start with food. You must know what you can't eat. You want to get results. If you want to get results you're looking for and you want to get the results you deserve, you have to know what you can't eat if you've continually been frustrated in the past. So let's take another commercial break here, okay? We'll be back in just a minute, but please consider. If you have any questions, 412-825-6262. A break is always a great time to call in, right? We'll get to you right away, 412-825-6262. Give me a call. I'll be back real quick. Are you tired, bloated, and struggling to lose weight? For over 25 years, Dr. Susan Plank of the Norwin Wellness Center has been helping patients restore energy, resolve digestive problems, and remove stubborn pounds. Blood work, when interpreted nutritionally, reveals nutrient malabsorption, digestive enzyme deficiency, and hormone imbalance. Fatigue, bloat, and weight gain are symptoms. Dr. Plank uses blood work to evaluate the biochemical and nutritional root cause of these chronic symptoms. Dr. Plank is an expert in blood work interpretation and using 
lifestyle changes and natural remedies to treat the overlooked cause of your health problems. If you think you've tried everything but are struggling with low energy, bloat, and weight gain, stop your frustration now by calling Dr. Susan Plank. Get your health and body back. Dr. Plank accepts telenutrition clients, or you can make an appointment with Dr. Susan Plank at the Norwin Wellness Center in North Huntingdon. Call 724-863-5420. 724-863-5420. That's 724-863-5420 and get your health and body back. You are listening to Wellness and Weight Loss. I am Dr. Susan Plank of the Norman Wellness Center located in North Huntington. If you're feeling tired or you're tired and sick and tired of being tired, you want to feel good, but you know you need some direction. Eating healthy, whatever that is, right? Whatever eating healthy is, just not getting the results you hope for. You're still, like I said, feeling tired or you've had, you still can't lose the weight. I want you to give me a call. And if you don't, you're not comfortable calling the radio here, 412-825-6262, please call my office, 724-863-5420. Let's get you feeling better. Let's get you feeling better. Let's get you on track and let's make some progress, right? So, in all honesty, you guys, if you've been listening to me for a while, you know that I develop nutritional plans out of blood work from looking at people's blood work results. And it can be, you know, hormone levels and and, and digestive markers and, and other things. But, but if I'm just going to turn around, if I'm just going to do some blood work, I'm just going to sell you some supplements, and I'm not going to take a look at your diet, I'm not going to tell you and evaluate you for what you should not be eating, what's causing the symptoms, You should fire me. I'm doing a disservice. I'm not not worth it. If a provider cannot tell you what you need to start doing to get rid of the symptoms you're experiencing, it's time to move on. Right? It's time to move on. I don't want you to keep experiencing the symptoms or the weight gain, or the fatigue, or the constipation. So you have to know what you can't eat. Because you're eating it, and it's what's causing the symptoms. So let me share a story here, a client, okay? Let's consider this client. Middle-aged woman, I'll try to keep it as vague as possible. Middle-aged woman came into the office, terrible digestive issues. Gassy, loaded, abdominal cramping, terrible constipation, days, even weeks at a time. And then all of a sudden that'd be followed by explosive diarrhea. When these symptoms started years ago, they only happened in the morning. This poor thing, this poor woman, had seen so many doctors. 
and repeated so many tests. But nothing, you know, there, there was no answer. There was just nobody could tell her anything that actually got her some relief. She'd been told by her doc that she was lactose intolerant. So she started using lactose-free milk. Initially, she thought she felt better. She told me that was about two years ago now. And she's just not sure that, you know, what direction to turn because she thought she was a little bit better, but that, you know, nothing's there. All those symptoms are still still there. And they're, they're getting worse, more frequent, longer over time. She's nearing retirement, and her husband wants to travel. But the poor thing can't imagine traveling when she feels like this on a daily basis. When she's wondering where the bathroom is. How are they going to get in a car? The husband wants to buy a a camper. How are they going to get in a camper? Right, and be driving down the road when she's worried about how long till I get to use the bathroom. gastroenterologist had recently told her that her testing came back normal, but that maybe she had a gluten allergy. So this is the type of thing that, like, drives me crazy. Did they test her for a gluten allergy? Did they test her for something else? What did they test her for? Because you're saying the testing is normal, and hopefully... None, none of this has happened to you guys because how well, just how frustrating. But the testing is normal, right? The testing is normal, but maybe this is what's going on. Well, did you test me for that? And if you tested me for it and it's normal, then why do you suspect that's what I have? So that's what had happened. Her gastroenterologist told her that her testing was normal, but that maybe she had a gluten allergy. So for the last year, she's been eating gluten-free toast in the morning. She'd have some butter jelly on it, or she'd have gluten-free toast with her scrambled eggs. Right? She has one to two cups of coffee in the morning. She puts in, she actually uses stevia, and she puts in her lactose-free milk. So she's trying. She's really, you know, she's following directions. She's trying hard to take the advice that she's been given. And since her symptoms were always worse in the morning, right, she told me that. And there are certain things when folks tell me, tell me sort of their story, right? They tell me their history, but it's a person's story. And to me, it's like a, it's a mystery. It's a, it's a puzzle. And so when she shared that with me and I shared it with you, that it started out and her symptoms were always in the morning. And they're still predominantly in the morning, but boy, now it's, You know, there's no guarantee on that. It could go the whole day that she could feel lousy. But when she said that, two things I suspected were food and stress. Food, because she was a woman after my own heart. She was old school, which I love. She'd always eat breakfast before heading out to work, right? How many of us are out there, right? Or moms, you got to eat breakfast, the most important part of the day. Now folks are just, you know, grabbing coffee or running out the door or, heaven forbid, coffee and a banana or something. 
So I know this dear heart, she's just really trying. She was old school, and I have to eat breakfast, and she would make the time in the morning to make breakfast. But since her symptoms sort of were, were predominantly in the morning, that, that sort of maybe it's food. And the other thing I wondered is maybe it's stress. And I suspected this even though she said she loved her job. It's not that I didn't believe her. Of course, I believe she loved her job. But when you have somebody that has digestive issues, you know, life really becomes stressful and problematic when you need to worry about using the bathroom. And especially if you're not at home, especially if the person goes to work or to school, right? It can be embarrassing. It can be mortifying. It's stressful. So those, those symptoms that really started in the morning, it was either the food going in or the stress or a little bit of both. So I decided we we're going to start off with the food testing and adrenal stress testing. So she was given the take-home kit. That's the food testing. This little kit, like I said at the top of the hour, you you don't want to drive to Irwin, I can't blame you. We can mail it out. We pop it in the mail. You do it at home. You mail it into the lab. We get the results. Easy. So we gave her the take-home kit. She took it home. She completed it that night. No fasting needed. No special recommendation. You just do it. Pop it back in the morning. So she popped the little test card back in the mail. We got her results, and her results showed she had severe sensitivities to dairy, egg yolk, and egg white. She had no sensitivity to gluten. So for the last year, she's had to Go find gluten-free bread. Some, I'm not, I don't want to get into mentioning grocery stores, but if those of you that are trying this, there's a big chain grocery store around that, boy, they really, they really get you. They dig deep in your pocket for a loaf of gluten-free bread. Time, effort, money. So, she had no sensitivity to gluten, but the deer heart was tried for a year, not eating it. Even over the holidays, she didn't eat any of the cookies. Gluten-free stuffing. I mean, she was really, she was really sticking to it. She had been using lactose-free milk. Lactose-free milk as lactose, it's the sugar, milk sugar, that's what's removed. But it still contains casein, which is a dairy protein, and just regular dairy proteins. Casein is one specific one. So lactose is a sugar found in milk. Most sensitivities and inflammation is protein-driven. 
So when we got her results, her food reaction showed dairy. So even though she used lactose-free milk in her coffee, it still contained the dairy protein. So did the butter, right? She used on her toast. She didn't do it every morning, but she used it. She also was highly sensitive to the egg yolks and the egg whites. So eating those scrambled eggs, trying to get her low-fat protein to start the day. Remember, the most important meal is breakfast. The egg yolk and the egg white proteins had to be removed from her diet as well as that dairy protein due to the severe sensitivity response that she had. She was concerned about what she would eat for breakfast, but in all honesty, that was quickly abated because she was just happy to potentially have some answers and was willing to remove the offending foods. You know, I'll take out the eggs. I'll take out, I won't eat another egg white omelet. I won't eat, you know, dippy eggs. I won't eat scrambled eggs. I won't eat any of it. She was really ready to go. Sure enough, it took about eight days. And I called her to check on her she was noticing less symptoms. Her abdominal cramping was definitely less. That was the first thing she noticed. She had less bloating, and she wasn't as constipated. At 12 days, she began to have daily bowel movements, which she couldn't even remember the last time that happened, without fiber, stool softeners, all the other things she was doing to have a natural bowel movement. It was happening naturally. And she reported no gas, no bloating, and no more cramping. So the question for her was, what can't I eat? But she kept going to doctors asking, what can I eat? She even turned around and asked me, right? What can I eat for breakfast? If you're going to take out the eggs, what can I eat for breakfast? But then she realized we had the answer. It's what she can't eat. The only way to know is to be tested. If you don't test or you work with someone that doesn't test, they're just guessing. They're just guessing how to help you. These food reactions, they usually aren't permanent, and they're definitely not allergies. An allergic response, it's going to hit fast, and it can be life-threatening. But these food cross-reactions, they cause a type of immune response, meaning that each time you're eating that specific food, your immune system's getting, like, tweaked, triggered, and those symptoms can vary. So that's how we can all have some type of food sensitivity, at least the folks that I've tested, every single one. But the symptoms are variable. Weight gain for somebody, nasal congestion for somebody, anxiety and or depression, acid reflux, heartburn, joint pain, constipation, migraines, heart disease with inflammation, fatigue. They're these just generally chronic symptoms. So I want to leave this 
for you guys to think about it, right? It is. It's so common knowledge. It's so common that it's being overlooked. So please think about getting tested for what you shouldn't be eating. If you have symptoms you want to get rid of, if you have extra pounds you want to get rid of this year. Always a pleasure talking to you. God bless you all. Have a great day. This is Dr. Susan Plank of the Norm Wellness Center. Have a great day now, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, hosted by Dr. Susan Plank of the Norwin Wellness Center in North Huntingdon. Dr. Plank is an expert in natural remedies for weight loss and digestive health issues. To make an appointment with Dr. Susan Plank of the Norwin Wellness Center, call 724-863-5420. That's 724-863-5420. And listen again for another edition of Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, sponsored by the Norwin Wellness Center in North Huntingdon, here on KHB Radio.